Good afternoon, and welcome to Good News Updates with Living Compassion. I'm pleased to be joined this afternoon by Asota, who is here to speak with us about Practice Everywhere tweets. Welcome, Asota. Hello, hi. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. So uh, I know that you have the experience both of receiving and practicing with the tweets as well as assisting to steward creating tweets. So maybe you could start off first by telling us what are Practice Everywhere tweets? Mm -hmm. These are tweets that are sent many times per day as practice reminders. So uh, they are tweets that super, like very short and effective that brings you back to the present or uh, makes you uh, get out of what you're doing and record and listen or notice practice-related stuff. They're, they're very helpful to, to disconnect yeah. from whatever story one is lost in, let's say. Exactly. Well put. <laughs> they're, very, they're very helpful to disconnect from whatever story one is lost in because, you know, if we're humble and honest, it's very common for us to be lost in the conditioned story, for conditioned mind to have our attention. And so yes. how lovely it is to have that support, to have that broken. Especially when one is on the phone is on, and on social media, no? It's an especially, it's a, a, a moment when, well, personally, but I guess a lot of people are especially vulner, vulnerable to, to being lost in stories. Oh, that's a great point. So I've never actually directly seen that. But that those little devices are so often the things that support conditioned mind, right? So, I mean, quite literally being lost in a story. <laughs> Social media is a, a real support for that. And the tweets are the messages that come in, right, on that very device. So one might be lost, you know, on the device doing whatever we're doing, not even, you know, present to it. And then in comes that tweet to remind us to come back to the present moment. Yes. Now I'm thinking that we, we should need that for all social media and not only for Twitter now that I think about it. Yes. <laughs> because, because, well, so like, these are arises notification now, so one can see them even if one isn't on Twitter. But for me, I only go on Twitter if I'm thinking that something, that something super terrible is happening right now in the world and I need to be part of the drama, and I think I need, well, ego needs to be part of the drama. And so being, having the drama interrupted by, interrupted by these reminders is so helpful, you know? Yeah, yeah, having the drama interrupted by the reminders is so helpful. Mm -hmm. yeah. And what's your experience of, helping to participate in creating the messages that will go out to Sangha? I have to admit that in this specific case, it's something I enjoy more when I, when I read the tweets than doing them. I, I, because, uh, <laughs> because it's so beautiful to, to receive them. Like, for example, now I was uh, stressed because of this call now uh -huh. and so I just yeah. opened the, the tweet feed I think it's called tweet feed I don't know the exact name but of uh, living compassion which is called um, 
Oh, it has a super cool, cool name that now I don't remember. It has a name that brings you back to presence, just the names. Only I don't remember what it is right now. Uh, oh, it was beautiful. Well, I don't remember it. How is it called? It's not Are you called talking about the name of the program? The, 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 the name everywhere? that appears on... It has a name that oh. appears on Twitter, but I don't know it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, there yeah, is yeah. Right. Back to presence. And then there is this list of fantastic stuff like... Uh, uh, that you read them and you go back to to the present and they make you smile and they're beautiful. And writing them, uh, we are a group of people that write them. Yeah. And each of yeah. us uh, has to send in uh, a, a number of tweets once per month. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's super, it's the, uh, we are encouraged to make these things, these tweets, uh, as a, uh, short things that will make the reader go back to the present and out of their mind. Uh -huh. Any other? Ah, please go ahead. Well, I just missed two crucial words. You said it's a something process to create these tweets that will go out to bring people back to the present moment. Ah, that, there is a group of people to, that do it. There's now. a group of people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that we are encouraged to to make uh, these uh, sentences, sentences yeah. that will make people go back to the present. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, yeah. it's, it's really fun, but it's really hard, you know, because uh, one really has to be in the present uh, and yeah. uh, to do it, you know, and they yeah. cannot be yeah. like a quote, uh, like random yeah. sentences, they have to be yeah. things like uh, I don't know something like uh, remember to watch the sky and smile. I, I don't remember now, but stuff that are uh, yeah. you know stuff. Like, uh, did you breathe? Did you breathe? Take stuff that reminds one to be present, to be in touch yeah. with their body, or that reminds yeah. one to record and listen. Uh, there are super fantastic ones uh, that give uh, little tips to record and listen, but it's really hard to. Co I, I find it super hard to come up with them actually, but but yeah. hard in a good, challenging way. Yeah, I was just going there too. I thought it's brilliant actually in what you're describing, because so the process is designed truly to bring people back to the present moment to experience. And what's so brilliant about it is that intelligence recognizes intelligence. And so if, if, let's say, you know, I'm working on coming up with tweets, if I'm up in my head working on coming up with tweets, it isn't going to work, right? Exactly. They're not going to bring, right? They're not going to bring someone back to the present moment because we could say one process doesn't lead to another. They're not coming from presence. And so it is a challenge because it requires us as, the you know folks who are coming who are finding those messages to go to the place from which those messages arise. Exactly. I personally, it seems super easy, but personally, I find it uh, very, very difficult, but but super 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 uh, stimulating. And for example, uh, you know, there is this thing of noticing something that. Uh, is happening and 
and for example zooming in like oh look there is a blade of this is something that we were uh, encouraged now for example if we notice something to we can zoom in into the thing or zoom out you know like for example if we are thinking about a tree or a blade of grass uh, uh, there are many things that one can recommend that has to do with it like smile at it uh, notice it uh, uh, go like the lens can change uh, and yeah. it takes so yeah. much attention to, to move the lens and then to describe it or even with the body you know it could be a tiny yeah. part of the body a big part of the body caressing it noticing it asking the body something there are so many zooms and it's so interesting yeah. but it takes so much attention to come up with uh, to come up with these things yeah, boy, just the way you describe it, it just, it's such good practice, isn't it? Because I, I'm, I'm right with you in the sense of the experience, so being with a blade of grass, right, that experience of just being there with it, right, and, and that zooming in, right, the exquisite, the textures, the colors, the, even when you get really close, the smells of it, you know, to, to be in that experience, that's one level of what practice offers us, right? That present moment experience. And then to take that experience and to be, to use language to assist, to take other folks to the present moment, that is a challenge. And it's a, it's a lovely practice. As you said, it's very stimulating. It's so interesting to practice with that process. Yes, 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 exactly, exactly. And then it's so beautiful to re to receive them now, uh, one because yeah. it, it really comes back uh, uh, f multiplied by a hundred, you know, uh, one, one, once one does it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and so for folks who wanna who don't aren't signed up for it yet, they can go to the website, and it's under I believe it's under um, practice offerings. You'll find a way to sign up for it there. And like many folks, you know, for example, I don't have a Twitter, an active Twitter account. I would just have it so that I can receive the tweets. And so there's a way to have those come up on your phone almost like a text message kind of thing. So it doesn't necessarily have to involve you in a whole bunch of social media in order to do it. And as you say, I think if you have it configured in a certain notifications a certain way, then it will come up no matter what. So if you're, you know, lost on your phone on, on, you know, the web or whatever, that tweet will come through. It will show up on your screen. And as you say, there it is, <laughs> ready to interrupt that process of being taken off into unconsciousness and brought back to the present. Uh, yes. I did something super forbidden and went on my phone while you were talking to check that word. That, that word. And the way it appears on my phone, I don't know why, yeah. is at choose presence. It says practice everywhere, and then underneath it says choose presence. And so oh, only, yes, that, that's only, right. only that is already a reminder. I don't know if it's on my phone. I'm, I'm not a genius of Twitter, so I'm not, I don't know how it appears to other people. No, I, I think you're right. I, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah, choose presence. Yep. And I love that. So just that, without even exactly is such a reminder every time, over and over and over, all day. Choose presence. Choose presence. Choose presence. Exactly. Choose presence. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Well, Asota, thank you for being with us this afternoon to talk about your experience of the program. Thank you, thank you. A big pleasure. Gosh, mm.
Gasho. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And Michael, we'll turn the show over to you. Wonderful. Thank you, Jen, and thank you, Isota. Good afternoon, and welcome to Open Air with Sherry Huber. Good afternoon, Sherry. Good afternoon, Michael. Here we are so, choosing presents. Choosing presents, you beat me to it, yes. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Great minds, great minds. Mm-hmm. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. <laughs> yeah, lovely. Always great to choose Always. presents. Yeah, it really is, and that and that uh, uh, that whole process uh, that uh, Isota and Jen were talking about that it, it, it's so easy to get lost <laughs> in the day, and then to have something you, because it, you know lots of things will jolt us into unconsciousness. But to have hmm. something kind of yes. jolt us into presence, <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> that's really helpful. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. very handy mm-hmm. whenever it appears on my phone. Yeah, and, and I'll I have, have to say... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, when I turn my phone off of airplane mode, I put my phone in airplane mode at night, and then I, in the morning, I take it off airplane mode, and the first thing to appear always is one of those tweets and I just wait there for a couple <laughs> seconds to be lit up so it's great uh-huh yeah yeah and uh, the point that Isota was making that uh, you, you just uh, read choose presence and you have the experience which yes. is the whole point of the tweets right I mean all, yes. all we have to do is turn our attention to it read it, and we have the experience. It's such proof that practice works. Directing the attention works. Mm. Yes. Because we have the experience over and over and over again. Yes, yes. Just being willing Mm -hmm. to practice, being open to it, and then Mm -hmm. I receive it, and Mm -hmm. there it is. And there it is. I turn my attention, and there it is. I'm in presence. It's just, it's the, it's the best thing. And yet, of course, you know, the voices would still uh, make people believe that it's something, you know, practicing is really hard and you've got to uh, walk up that mountain. And it's not. You turn your attention, there it is. Boom. I'm having the experience. I'm here. And the voice will come in and say, well, yeah, you're here right now, but what about, and of course, I'm trained to go with that voice, so I buy it, but over and over and over again with practice, it's proved to us. As soon as we turn our attention to here, we're here. Easy. Yes, yes. And I have to give a lot of um, you know, credit to practice for overwhelming me with those opportunities yes. of which the yes. tweets are one of them. Yes. So. Yes, exactly yes. so. Exactly so. Uh, you, know, you know this. My favorite cartoon of all time, Fred. Uh, uh, is having weight issues, diet issues, and so he yeah. joins a, a group for support. And there he is, late at night in the refrigerator, raiding it. And the people from his support group <laughs> are pounding on him, right? Uh, and the, the, the tagline is: Fred had no idea when he signed up how extensive the support would be. <laughs> And that's kind of what we do. You know, it's like, you want reminders to be present? 
here. <laughs> you know, we've got reminders to be present. Uh, I mean, it can just be yes. going on all, all day long, yes. right? Yeah. So it's yes, fun. yes, yes, yes. And I've said this before, that practice has taken advantage in the best possible way of all these new technologies as they have come out. So right. it's just great. Yeah. As a new one emerges, practice figures out a way to use it for our benefit. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And you know, Michael, I never thought about this until I just heard myself say that. But, but perhaps that is the point of all these technologies. Maybe it's not really that we in practice are figuring out a way to use something that is meant for something else to benefit and support us. Maybe these new technologies are meant to benefit and support people who are trying to wake up and end suffering, and they're mm. being taken over <laughs> by people who are trying to make money off of them. Mm. It's a possibility. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can see it, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Got some announcements for us? I do. A very exciting one to start with, and that oh, is no. to join us this Sunday, October 17th, for Let's Tie Our Own Shitenge First, the first of four <laughs> workshops in support of Living Compassion Zambia. This is a fun, engaging way to support the continuation of the extraordinary work of transformation in Cantalomba. So fun. Now, mm. I, of course, not of course, I mean, not, not everyone <laughs> well, should know this, but I am far, far away from what I have long considered to be home uh, mm. and with, with very few earthly possessions because... The moving truck is still not here, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I plan somewhere between, you know, in the midst of this campaign to get back to California and get my hands on some Chitenge, right? I, and ah. I, I don't even have my Africa pants. That's oh, wow. pathetic, my situation. I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, and uh, get some Chitenge so that, you know, and I'm going to do it in the morning. I'm going to get up. When it's time to start going, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap and tie my chitenge, and uh, in in solidarity with all the folks over there. So, very wow. exciting time, and it goes on for a month. Is that right? Yeah, this, four this Sundays in a row, I think. Four Sundays in a row. Yeah, we're gonna tie our chitenge. Mm. Woo! Mm-hmm. Wow! Wow! Okay. And if you're already meditating in the morning or wish to start. Enjoy the extra support of meditating with Sangha with virtual meditation groups. The 30-minute conference call meditation sessions happen seven days a week. For a complete schedule and for other practice opportunities, visit livingcompassion.org. You know, (laughs) sorry about this, but... (laughs) (laughs) What occurred to me, what dropped in when I was listening to you is, um, you know, virtual meditation. That's such a such a foreign kind of a notion, right? Uh, Again, it's one of those where, okay, we can't all get together in person, so uh, we'll do it virtually, and the technology supports that. But (laughs) I was thinking, it's for our particular sangha, it's not that different. You know, you go to meditation, nobody looks at you. 
nobody talks to you. <laughs> so it's very much the same experience, actually. Except you, you know, you can do it in your jammies if you if you want mm-hmm. to. So. Right, right. Fine. Fabulous, fabulous. And a few reminders for today. If you'd like to get in the queue and talk with Sherry, you can press star six and then one to make a show and conversation on one topic, please. And about five minutes is great. Okay, Sherry, I think that covers it for us. Okay, good. Thank you, Michael. All right, let's go to our first caller. First caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Yeah, this is Todd Collins from Issaquah, Washington. Hey, Todd. Hey, Todd. Hi. What's going on? <laughs> well, first, I just, I just want to say out loud how nervous I am right now. <laughs> My heart is just beating so fast right now. Like, uh-huh. It's good to be alive. Good to be alive. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of a fitness opportunity, isn't it? Getting your cardio, cardio health going. Uh-huh. Yeah, most definitely. Um, but, yeah, Sherry, I just um, I wanted to bring up, you know, um, I don't know, I think it was on the daily radio show, um, kind of the yearly retreat or whatever, but I had, I had heard you make a comment, and I'm not sure exactly what the context was, but I just remember you saying that, I don't know if it was specifically practice or, or what, but I just remember you making a comment that, that this has kind of always just come easy for you. Um, and um, when I heard that, like, um, it, it was just, it's a perfect opportunity for ego that has created this, this tricky, awful story that, that has really <laughs> caused me to, to kind of just, quit everything. Now, I, I've been recording and listening still, which is great, but you know, I haven't really been doing any of um, the yearly retreat or doing anything. And, and the stories that I'm hearing are just, you know, like, um, you know, how could I even believe someone like Sherry who doesn't understand what it's like to struggle, like doesn't understand the struggle, you know? Um, mm-hmm. It's got me kind of, it's telling me the story like, oh gosh, how could I believe these people that I've been on retreat with, you know? It's, um, it's all a sham, that kind of thing. And I'm just, I'm struggling to... They don't understand what suffering is. <laughs> That's right? Yeah. They've never suffered. Is it kind of like that? Kind of, yeah. Like, gosh, if, if Sherry can say, gosh, it's been so easy for her, then it's just kind of like, what, what, the, what the heck am I doing here anyway? Like, I, I'm sitting over here struggling, struggling, struggling. And um, anyway, I just wanted to, to bring that up for some insight because I, I really, it's, it's, it's been really disruptive in my life and, and, and I've yeah. really been struggling. So Yeah. 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 Well, uh, if, let me. So, Todd, do you do you know anything about my life story? Have you read any about my history? Well, yeah, and I, and I think that's kind of why I was a little surprised because I I, I do remember you you shot yourself in the stomach, right? You tried to commit suicide. Yeah. Or, I mean, yeah. I so I mean I, yeah. I know that, um, and I yeah. and I know I've called you before, and and you, you said, hey, if you. 
we could compare our, our families and mental illness and you would win in a heartbeat. <laughs> you were kind of joking. but I, know, like, I'll put you, my crazy family yes. up against anybody's crazy family anytime. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And, and so to, to, to bring that together, okay, um, yeah. and, and to me it, 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 it goes together beautifully. I did not want to live. And the reason I didn't want to live was because I was so miserable, right? Mm-hmm. There, 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 wasn't, there wasn't a, and when you do this, this is going to, and then you're going to, maybe this, and this is what you should do. I mean, there was nothing. There was nothing, okay? There was nothing. The, the mm-hmm. one person who was most uh, important to me in my life, my mother, uh, was killed in a car accident when I was 18. I was, I was left completely on my own because my father married just a few weeks later and his wife gave away my bedroom furniture uh, while I was away at school. So, uh, you know, th- there, was, there was nothing. And so at age 25, yeah, I thought... Uh, uh, <laughs> actually, it was a celebration of my 25th birthday because I thought... You know, the best I've got to look forward to here is another 50 years of this. I don't think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. And so when, when I didn't die, right, which is for anybody who attempts suicide, to wake up and realize you're unsuccessful is, 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 is something, right? Uh, because yeah. that wasn't supposed yeah. to happen. Now, now you've cut your problems to about quadruple. Right, yeah. uh, because yeah. not only did you did you not are you here, but you've made a bigger mess of everything than than the one you left, right? Yeah. Um, and and so when when it dropped in that it must be possible to have a different life experience than the one I was having, and I told people, you know, it it, it came when the surgeon who operated on me. Um, said, no one should be able to live through what you just lived through. So I think you should figure out what you're doing here. Um, mm-hmm. And turned, around, turned on his heel and walked out of the room. I'm mean, clearly viewing me with utter disgust okay, that, that I would have done such a thing. Um, and so as I, uh, as I <laughs> recovered, I pondered that a lot. And what I, can, what I came to was... Uh, the one thing that I never, I just told people on another retreat, on a retreat, this uh, story a week or so ago, so um, it's all very familiar to me. Um, I, I, what I realized is that I was, I was guilt-driven primarily, um, and uh, guilt, remorse, uh, the death of my mother, if I had done something different, if I'd gone home that weekend, she wouldn't have gone on that trip. She wouldn't have been killed. Um, you know, <laughs> on and on and on and on. And the, the, the thing that I never considered in my whole young life was happiness. It never, it never occurred to me that that could be a life goal. And it did. It did. And so when I got out of the hospital... I, I began a pursuit of who, who is focused in that way. 
is it philosophy? Okay, I burned through philosophy and said, oh, <laughs> some of these questions are not as good as my questions. So no, we're not, we're not going there. And, uh, you know, psychology, no, they're probably, a lot of them as messed up as I am, if not more so. And so I turned to the thing that I had never considered in my entire life, which was religion. Started out with Christianity, because that would be the easiest. Uh, loved what I learned about Jesus, but it didn't, you know, didn't, didn't rock my world. Went all the way through to Zen, where I realized, yeah, yeah. They know. They know. I want to know what they know. Okay. So that yeah. that that was now I'm now I now I've, I feel I'm like a dog with a scent, right? I'm a hound dog <laughs> with a scent, uh, and I was on it, and I have been on it ever since. So the reason that it's always been easy for me is that I've never wanted to do anything else. I've never wanted anything as much as I've wanted to end suffering. Mm-hmm. And so, you, you know, uh, I was looking at this, uh, I was out walking and, and, uh, and looking at recording and listening and how, how that evolved with practice. Um, and and I, I knew, I knew that recording and listening could end depression for people. I knew it. Um, I, I knew what I, it had done for me and the, the depression that still existed in my life. And then this, one, this fellow, I hear from him once a year because his birthday is one day before mine. So he always sends me a birthday greeting. And he reminds me that, that this practice, recording and listening, ended for him a lifelong crippling depression. It ended it. Now, he, like me, <laughs> uh, wanted that more than anything. And so it was easy for him. When a voice tried to talk him out of practice, that voice didn't have a chance because he knew what that voice, what that voice was and what it was offering him. Mm-hmm. And he didn't want that, it, like I didn't want that. So, you know, if you... My favorite image, you know, you, you've, you've been addicted to drugs, you finally got off of drugs, you get what drugs are, you know what they do to you, somebody comes around and offers you drugs, it's not hard to say no, because you don't want it. Yeah. So it's not a hard decision. There's a time when it's a hard decision, right, when you're getting off of the drugs and somebody offers you drugs, or you're an alcoholic and somebody offers you a drink, it's, a, it's hard to get through that. But once you realize what is going on there and what the choices are, it's not hard to make a choice for freedom. Yeah. Yeah. And the other part of it, Todd, for me, the reason, uh, the reason that, that I do consider it easy, I think it's the easiest lifestyle ever. When I use the word fun, I'm serious. It's fun to be alive. It is not fun to live with ego. It is fun to live without ego. It's a pleasure. It's a joy. Okay? And so part of my karma, and I think part of the karma of 
an awful lot of people, is that when I realized that it was possible that there's a tool, a technique, a simple, you don't have to go back and think about your parents ever again. There's a simple tool that will end depression for you. I want everybody in the world to know that. Now, is everybody in the world going to take advantage of it? Are they interested? No. But some people will be, and they'll do it, and it'll make all the difference for them. And that's another aspect of why practice is so easy. Because I get to do it with a lot of other people who are, are about the same thing that I'm about. And they, they make my life a joy. So how does one get to a place where it, where it becomes easy? Is it, I mean, is it just you get to a point where you're just, you have to be sick and tired of sick and tired yep. kind of thing? That's right. That's right. In yeah. Buddhism, it's, it's stated, one has to have suffered enough. And, of course, mm-hmm. self-hate takes that and just bludgeons people, right? Well, clearly you haven't suffered enough, and that's why, and that's all part of it. Because as long as somebody is going to listen to a voice like that, uh, then they haven't suffered enough. But mm-hmm. we do get to the place of saying, I'm sorry, I, I, I'm not interested. I'm not going to indulge that any longer. I don't want to sit around and listen to a voice tell me what's wrong with me and what's wrong with the world. I, I, I don't want to waste my life on that. Mm-hmm. There are things I want to do, like be happy, <laughs> like be of service, like try to make a contribution to the world. That, that's mm-hmm. what I'm interested in, not listening to that same old drivel. You know, if, if somebody sat down, I don't know, when I was growing up, I, I liked I Love Lucy, um, you know, the I Love Lucy show. Um, but if mm-hmm. I had to uh, listen, watch an episode of I Love Lucy every half hour on, on loop, it wouldn't be long before I'd get that gun out again and load it up. <laughs> Okay? But that's what mm-hmm. it's like to live with ego. It's the same rerun, the same boring, stupid repetition, day after day, hour after hour, minute after minute. And after a while, a person, when, when you know there's an alternative, now a lot of people, almost nobody knows there's an alternative. right? Mm-hmm. But when we know there's an alternative and that that alternative is in our hands. We don't have to wait for somebody else to give us something or show us something or provide us with we don't have to do it's in our hands. We just have to choose it. As Isoto said, we just have to choose presence. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah that's, so Todd, that's you helpful. know, one one very fast way, you know, if if you've ever had somebody close to you, a friend or a relative, who just drones on the same whining complaints over and over and over until you're just so sick of them, if you never saw them again, you'd be happy. You know what I mean? Okay? Yeah, when we yeah. realize that's what I am when I'm identified with ego. When we really get that, that I am that person, 
when I'm identified with ego, it can be a real inspiration to disidentify. Yeah. Yeah. And then it does become easy. It does become easy. You know, Michael just said it. Uh, it, he, He puts his phone on airplane mode and then wakes up in the morning, takes it off airplane mode, and, and waits there, gives it that little beat until it loads the tweet. Okay? That's what we're talking about. That's how you want to start your day. That's what will change your life. Yeah. And you start looking for those. You start looking for bright spots. You start looking for inspiration. You start looking to be inspiration in the sense of just, thank you, a smile, that was so kind of you. Oh, that was great. That was wonderful. Yeah? And there you are. You, you, you're having that for yourself, and you're offering it to somebody else. It'll change your life. Who knows what it'll do for theirs? We don't know. It'll change your life. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah Sue, I, the word that comes to me is re- recalibrating. <laughs> Yes. Um, yes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Super recalibrated. My, I, my setting. I I have a setting, and it's and it's on depression, right? <laughs> Over mm-hmm. uh, at the bottom, it's on depression. On the top, it's on joyful gratitude. <laughs> We're inching that up, right? We're recalibrating. Uh-huh. Am I in joyful gratitude? Grateful joy? No. Okay, time to recalibrate. And you know, Todd, yeah. it's a habit. When you develop a habit of, of that occurring to you, it'll occur to you more and more and more. And you'll realize, oop, time to recalibrate. All right. And by the time you, you have that awareness, by the time that goes through your mind, you've already recalibrated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Wow. You, you've Thanks. got this. I'm gonna, I can feel it. Yeah, I, I can feel it too. I'm so grateful, Sherry. I will listen to this <laughs> over and over and over and over. Good, and, um, good, yeah. good. I'm All right. Grateful. Thank you, sir. Appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you. Okay. Bye bye. Thanks for joining us, Todd. And uh, I really appreciated that conversation, Sherry. And what dropped in near the end, actually, it's something I, I think I heard you say once that the sincere student is always looking for the next tip, looking for the next, yes. you know, support, help, guidance. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy, that's it, isn't it? That's mm. it. Yeah. And, and so, of course, my teacher would say, you know, uh, when we're paying attention, everything will enlighten us. Um, mm. And, and it's, it's really true. I mean, the, the tips are everywhere, right? And we're, yes. we're looking in that way. Uh, and then, oh, beauty, beauty, that's a tip. Mm. All right. And kindness, ah, there's one. Uh, yeah, or, or uh, the name of the program is Choose Present. Oh, there's a, there's a big clue. Mm. <laughs> that's a big mm. tip. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and we're living tree. in that excitement. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, we mm-hmm. are living in that excitement. Lovely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sherry, we're going to hear from our sponsor, and then we'll come back and talk with more callers. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. What if you lived with your soul as your pilot? What skies would you fly? How wide would you open? What would 
This great song by Trish Bruxford Culligan invites us to give voice to our hearts. Simply Celebrate offers you a variety of ways to express your heart, and one of those is by celebrating the people you love. Our one-of-a-kind customized celebration books are like magic mirrors that reflect all of the laughter, adventures, and delight that friends and family share. Clients tell us that this is the best gift ever. Give voice to your heart and give a gift of love that lasts a lifetime. Visit simplycelebrate.net and turn ordinary days into an extraordinary life. Welcome back to Open Air. And Sherry, we have another caller here. All right. Next caller, uh, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hi, it's Bree in San Francisco. Hello, Bree. Hi. Oh, I could. I I had a plan when I called, and I'll probably stick to, but I could say so much about that last call, also. Um, so the last time. Um, you and I spoke, Sherry, on the record and listen support call. Um, I talked about um, laughing when my partner was, I was listening and my partner told the story. She laughed and I said, and I very spontaneously laughed and had that moment reaction of, ooh, I don't know that this was the air quote proper thing to do. You said something, I have been, it's like a Cohen to me. I've been thinking about, and yet at the same time, I almost want to say it's really hard for me to know where to go with it. And you, this is paraphrasing, said it's a very, we have to, we have to look at, or it's a very subtle difference between being, when we think we're being spontaneous versus whether it's actually conditioning. That's right. And, that has really hit with me, and I just want to hear more. It's almost like I want to say, "Well, how, what do I do with that? Like, how do I go with it?" Or, yeah. Well, Bree, the thing that it says to us is, "Boy, we've really got to be here." Mm. Not not close to the moment, you know. Not not really near to what's happening, but here. Mm-hmm. So that as the moment unfolds, we are unfolding with the moment. Okay? The experience that that we're accustomed to having is the moment unfolds, there's a little beat, and then I take in what happened. I mean, if I'm close to here. Mm -hmm. Right? So uh, somebody says something, and uh, and I hear them, and there's a, a beat right? Maybe sometimes two yeah. beats, but uh, before there's the whatever, okay? And, uh, and so if we're not here, at, at completely here, as whatever it is happens, happens, is happening, then in that beat is the opening for, uh, for a mm. conditioned reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so any specific or any particular response? Well, are we talking about it? It could be either. It, it could be conditioning, or it could be a spontaneous response to being completely here. Could be yes. Mm. But the the secret to practice is 
Can you be present enough not to react even to spontaneity? <laughs> oh, now I have two things to think about. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, so to take it back to what, what, we're, what we're talking about specifically, so uh, your partner tells a story yeah. and laughs. And you are so present that you can watch the impulse to laugh arise and not go with it. Yeah, I get that. And when I was telling you my experience, it felt like my, my reaction was very spontaneous. And then my mind came in and questioned what I did. Well, yes, yes. And we're, we're both really clear that that, uh, that that could have been a conditioned questioning. Mm-hmm. It could also be an intuitive questioning. Uh-huh. It could also oh, be yeah. the, intelli- mm-hmm. the intelligence that animates saying, uh-huh, huh, huh, where, where did that... You know, the, the guidance of the program is to do X, but you did Y. Right, exactly. And not in a, you know, not in a judgmental but just as in an awareness sort uh, of way mm-hmm. <laughs> so here's the thing that we both know Bree, um, and that is we'll never know oh in oh. in the sense that there isn't a way for mm-hmm. us ever to be sure about anything technically including what is in the moment. Because what wants to know, what wants to have the information to be sure, all, all of that sort uh, of thing, is ego. Uh. <laughs> what, what questions it is right. ego, right? And so the, the reason that the program is set up the way it is, is for us to question all of these, to bring conscious awareness to it. Because otherwise... Something that happens as quickly as the, the situation that you described, without a program like this to get us to, to question it, it would never occur to us mm. that, that that could be conditioned. Oh. That's very true, yeah. Yeah, we just wouldn't. I mean, there'd be no reason to, right? It's not like there's anything else in the world that's going to uh, encourage us to, to question something like that. You know, you could... You could ask 100 people, and 100 people out of 100 people would say, oh, yeah, spontaneous laughter. Oh, sure, that's a thing. Yeah. Well, you, you, you can say, yeah, it is, but how do you know, how do you know when it is? Well, you have to be really here. <laughs> well, I, what I hear you saying <laughs> is then, we never know. And then, oh. yeah, that's right, and then when you're really here, if you oh. hear somebody say, no, I know that that would, then you know that that's ego and you have no idea. Hmm. It's the best part of Zen. Can you say that last thing one more time? I got no, lost. Not a chance. Not a chance. <laughs> but, uh, but, because okay. uh, I, I don't listen. I don't listen to what I say. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, when people like when you said that that I said that on the call, I yeah, I can yeah that that yeah that sounds right. That sounds. Huh. But if 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 you had said. So do you remember what you said to me on the call? On the, I, I haven't a clue. <laughs> yeah. But 
here's, here's the thing uh, that is to me the happiest part of all of this. Where we're going with this, the, with practice, with awareness practice, is losing interest in knowing mm. and losing interest in right and wrong. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Losing because interest. If, if, you, if you laughed um, and then your partner uh, wrote into the program and said, <laughs> right. you know, my partner laughs uh, and it really hurts my feelings because... Mm. Um, you know, it, you know I, it's not funny. And, okay, then you're trained by ego to feel bad. Right. Because you've done something wrong. Or to feel angry that I, I'm, someone's criticizing me. That's right. Any number of yes, ego right. reactions, right? But what we're learning in practice is to say, mm. huh, well, that's really interesting. Because you know you weren't doing it. You would never do something to hurt somebody else's feelings or make them feel bad. That would never be your intention. So you're left in a place of, huh, gosh, we really just never know what's mm-hmm. going on with somebody. That's it. That was mm-hmm. really informative. And, and you're going to pay really close attention to not laughing, no matter what happens with this partner, Right. Um, or yes. you, could, you could decide, hey, you know, my partner's doing this to practice awareness. I'm doing this to practice awareness. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens, if we're paying attention, we're going to be more aware. So if I laugh, I laugh. If I don't, I don't. If it if it's upsets somebody, mm-hmm. they'll tell me. If it doesn't, okay. In any case, I, wow. I'm going to see something because awareness is where I'm headed. Wow. Yeah. I want to say the same. I, when I first um, we first had this conversation, I thought right at the end, I said, "Wow, that's deep." And you said, "Buddhism is deep." We know, <laughs> and that's how I'm feeling again. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It's so, but it's so it, happy, and it's so uh, relaxing, and it's so not how we are conditioned to be conditioned. That's it's right. just. It sounds right. Ama- right now. I'm kind of the way I'm. I'm. I'm because I'm connected. I'm connecting, and we're talking, and I'm mm-hmm. seeing a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a little mm-hmm. mind blowing to me to, to oh yeah observe. Oh yeah. Wow. I I I do. I am able to ask that question or step out. I'm thinking of something I heard years ago in the practice that really blew me away, and it was in, in a profound way, and it was. Um, Con- conditioning doesn't care what side of the duality you're on. It just wants your attention. That's it. Oh, wow. Exactly. That just was a game changer for me. Yeah, that's it exactly. It does not care a fig. If money is a thing for you, it'll talk to you about money. If relationship is a thing for you, it'll talk to you about relationship. It doesn't care about money. It doesn't care about relationship. It doesn't care about life and death, health. Uh, it doesn't care about anything. It's mm-hmm. just getting attention. Yep. That's right. It. All right. Thank well, you. Thank you, my dear. Thank you. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Thanks for joining us, Bree. And Sherry, what dropped in was something you said earlier tonight, and that is that when we are paying attention, everything enlightens us. Yes. Yeah. Everything. And if we pair that with there's nothing wrong. Hmm then, yes. oh my gosh, 
I mean, kids in, in a candy store. Yeah, the world well, opens up. That. Yeah, that and that and that. Or this and this and this and this. <laughs> now, now, now. Here, here, here. Yeah. Yes, yes. Great. Mm -hmm. And we have time for another caller. All right. Next caller, you are now live on the air, and would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hi, this is uh, Marianne from Vancouver calling. Vancouver Hello, County. Marianne. And What's going I on? I'd love to just welcome you to the Pacific Northwest, Sherry. Thank you. I am happy to be here. Well, uh, I am really happy that you are, are there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, in my walk this afternoon, Marianne, when I was out walking, I thought, you know, I've been all over the world, and I have been in some beautiful places, and I don't think I've ever been in a place this beautiful, a place where everywhere you look, it's just stunningly beautiful. Well, and every place is a place to um, pay attention and become enlightened, Right. Exactly so, yeah. And and how how wonderful to do it in a place that you find to be gorgeous. Yeah. Mhm. Mm I um I wanted to phone because um it uh, last weekend was uh, Canadian Thanksgiving. Yes. And it was about this time seven years ago that um I had a disastrous trip not going to India and as a result I ended up coming to see you mm. and I just wanted to um, reflect uh, what some of the things ha that happened that changed me because I feel like I have been so um, changed from this practice um, when I started, um, I had no idea about the voices in my head. And the first one that I heard that I really got it was I went to give my, put a Band-Aid on a, a, a deep cut, and the little voice said, oh, not that one. We're saving that for good. Oh. And, and then I went, oh, I heard that. <laughs> that, was, <laughs> that was a voice in my head. <laughs> And, um, wow. And, and, and then things kind of uh, changed from that. I went to a retreat and uh, then I read, got in, read the Big Bamboozle and I was just like, oh, I, I, I know all of these tricks. I recognize them. Mm -hmm. Then I mm -hmm. attended There Is Nothing Wrong With You retreat. Oh my God! To finally recognize there was nothing wrong with me. I've been perfect. Yeah. And right and from the beginning, right from the get go. It was just um. Well, it was sort of like uh, the chains, the shackles started falling off, and. Mm. Uh, the thing that I noticed at the retreat was that was the first time that I had ever experienced unconditional love. Mm. And I think it was sort of in the air. Mm. 
you know, it wasn't a specific moment or anything, but just there was such acceptance. Mm -hmm. And um, mm. even from that pine tree. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, we might even say especially, huh? <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> and then They're I, so good like that. They are. I, I loved all of the trees. And then I went to, you know, New Year's retreats and fell in love with the uh, trees at Vallambrosa. Um, mm -hmm. And the, I think the next step was kind of around willingness. Because I had major resistance all my life. And I was unhappy, cranky naughty. Mm. I was a miserable mm. person. And mm. willingness asked me to do anything and I would find a reason. The ego would find a reason not to do it. So mm -hmm. that switch to go, oh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. So mm. say yes was, wow. <laughs> And I have had, I've been having so many wonderful things happen when I said yes. Pick up, pick up trash off of the beach. Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that, with willingness, I think, comes commitment. It's like, uh, I'm not sure how to say how they're tied together, but it's, There's willingness, and then the commitment follows it and uh, helps, gives the energy to carry it out, whatever it is. Well, if, if I see, see if this is it fits, I can, and I want to. Yeah. Yes, I found that so surprising that I could say yes mm -hmm. and want to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, you mm -hmm. know, and, and then that gets into the thing around this, this identification. And I think the uh, recording and listening is the key for that. I could get, I could be disidentified, be so identified. And if I started a recording, it wasn't long before I was laughing because I wasn't identified anymore. <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's not, you don't need to have a special something to record about, right? Just pick up the recorder and start being you, start talking, and here you are. Yeah. And then uh, I think that the next big connection came with, I didn't like fundraising <laughs> and I would rather just I'll just give money that will be easier <laughs> and you just write a check and then uh, then we had those conversations with the folks from Cantalomba and it just uh, melted my heart and there was no resistance to fundraising it was like oh, what could I do? I really want to participate in this global community. 
Mm-hmm. Which brings us to the beach. <laughs> yes, which is brought me to right, and 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 such a fabulous thing because and uh, the the way life brings things together for us when we when we know we can and we want to, right? Uh, so it's it's uh, something that you do that helps the environment, helps the planet, and uh, and creates resources for the people in Cantalomba. And it's just, uh, and I project you enjoyed the stew out of it. Um, and not only, you know, it's, it's being out in nature yourself and taking care of nature. It's, it's just good in every direction. Yes, it, it just, it, it was so amazing. It's, it is so amazing because it's like the world is on the, the, that beach and the people, the animals, the ocean. It's like I really feel connected. Mm-hmm. And an ego would say, mm, I, I, I don't like fundraising, which <laughs> is such, it's so perfect, isn't it? Because fundraising was, was code for, for this unpleasant thing, right? And unpleasantness is not what we want to engage in. And yet the truth of the matter is the whole thing was a pleasure. Yes, and, and because of all of these things, I can see how I have changed. I mean, it's been yeah. enormous. So in seven years, I've just, I'm a different person. And yeah. I just had to call in to just say, thank you, thank you, thank you. And to, yeah, to just um, confirm or, or just, uh, I don't know, just stand up and just say my piece. That this yeah. is, this bear is witness. <laughs> right? Isn't that the phrase, bear witness? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to, you know, so to he, report back, oh, okay, I've done, you know, I've done the practice, I show up and I do the practice and it pays off. And I'm just reporting back in to say, yeah, no, it works. It works. Yeah, it works. And uh, so I hope uh, uh, at some point this evening, maybe when you're getting ready for bed or whatever, you look in the mirror and, and you'll say to Marianne, thank you, thank you, thank you. I so love you. I am so grateful for you. Well, I do that because I write a love letter to myself every night. That was another Good one. Good for you. And um, I say good things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, how could you not? How could you not? I mean, it would take a fool and you're not that. <laughs> and I, I record it, so I listen to it first thing in the morning. That's what I listen to first thing in the morning. And oh, I, yeah. It makes me smile. Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. All right. Well, well, thank you for this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And back to you, Gasho. Okay, Gasho. Thanks for joining us, Marianne. And that brought tears to my eyes, Sherry. That was lovely. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yes. Yeah. And, and what a... 
what a wonderful thing uh, to do for oneself, you know, frequently. Yes. If not frequently, then at least periodically. To, to really go through the, you know, I started there and, and this is what my life was like and then mm-hmm. I did that and I changed in that way and that opened up and I saw that or, you know, just kind of how, however, it, uh, however it goes for each one of us, but really to acknowledge the the we can't say the work but the 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 effort the uh yeah the practice mm-hmm. practice yeah. lovely mm-hmm. and we have time for one more caller oh good next caller you are now live on the air and would you please introduce yourself hey sherry and michael it's jeff in north carolina Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. What's going hey. on? Well, gosh, a lot. Um, I think, uh, I mean, gosh, there's so much. Um, but I'd like to, I was looking at, especially during the first conversation uh, tonight, um, I think, gosh, what, how would I describe it? But, um, it, you know, I, I participate in a lot of practice. And still, I'm, I'm, I was looking at how, um, there's, uh, there's, there's this, there's this way I'm, I'm talked into, um, I don't, I don't even know um, how to describe it at the moment, but not kind of go, going to sleep. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know, um, uh, again, it's just uh, it seems so challenging at the moment to really um, see it. But um, but you know you're, the com- the level of commitment that you were talking about, um, and I see how there's this a kind of a commitment to comfort in quotes um, that I get talked into a lot um, and. Uh, you know, I, uh, that I want my life to be this way, and whether it's related to health or finances or how things are going at work or all of that kind of thing. And, and choosing that over being and, here. May, may I, may I uh, yeah. ask you about that? Because yes. when you say choosing comfort, is there something about what you're choosing that makes you more comfortable or are you saying you get hooked into a conversation about how those things could be comfortable? That's a good question. I, I, I think at least most of the time it's simply a conversation in the head and, yeah. uh, you know, fantasy. So it doesn't really have anything to do with comfort. Um, I, I don't know if I'm fully getting your question. Um, well, it, Jeff, it, it's that it, that the conversation doesn't make you more comfortable. Only in uh, well, maybe in fantasy it seems to, uh, for a time, um, like that. You know, the story that my life is going to be this way, or you know, or whatever, or the political scene is going to be whatever way, or all of that sort of thing. Okay. So the comfort, uh, the comfort is, uh, in quotes, comes from escaping into a fantasy. 
I hadn't seen it. It's interesting that the conversation is going this way because I hadn't seen. I wasn't looking at at that at all <laughs> when I, when, you know, during the call when when I was listening earlier. Um, but it certainly does go there. Um, you know, there's certainly uh, or or just at least you know trying to make my life be whatever way or hoping that things will go this way or feeling comfortable when they go well and just you know. Uh, but it's all it's this conditional. Uh, you know, orientation to life. Um, well, and, yeah. and fantasy, and, yes, and is a big part of it. Yeah, and it's why I'm, I'm leaping on comfort. Because when we use a word like comfort, it implies an experience. And I suspect strongly that there's nothing about any of this that leads to anything but suffering. So if it's a fantasy about comfort, then that's kind of like, you know, uh, uh, get in your easy chair, drink three uh, shots of scotch, <laughs> and daydream, right? Uh, and, and, and then during that period of time that you're in that uh, semi-conscious state and fantasizing, we could, we could label that comfort if we wanted to although probably escape or avoidance or that sort of thing would be a better word. And they would actually connote uh, something more accurate, that it's not comfortable at all. And, and the, the proof of that is when we come back from it. Right? So I escape for a period of time. So say, you know, I have problems. I say I have problems at work. And I escape from those for a while. You know, I get my pizza and my beer and my Netflix and I escape for a while. But when I when that time is over, then what <laughs> reminds me of talking about coming back from shooting myself, right? Not only did I not kill myself, but I have increased my problems tenfold, right? So in the right. same way, okay, now I just ate all this pizza, drank this beer, and washed brain garbage uh, for six hours. Uh, I feel awful, and my problems are still there, right? So that's why I'm, I'm so wanting to tease apart this idea that there is any comfort in this process at all. I, yeah, it's, it's really interesting because I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're, you know, I'm, I totally, you know, bet that you're on target. Um, uh, and I know that I'm, I see that I'm still not fully getting it. Um, you know, because like here would be the, the story that well, I'm not doing things that are getting me in a lot of trouble and things, you know, and a lot of some things are going really well. Work's going the best it's ever gone. I've, I've been enjoying mm -hmm. the kids more than ever before. It's been this anyway, but, but it's anyway. So all, all I'm trying to say really is that there's still somehow this belief that this whole, uh, and I mean, it doesn't make any sense to say it out loud, but, but this, that this, um, you know, trying to get my life the way I want it to be works, and the and that even fantasy, you know, the fantasy is pleasurable, and you know, all of that sort of thing. Um, I, I mean, I wish I knew how to give it up, but I but I don't seem to even to you know, I don't seem to be getting it. <laughs> so well, 
and that and that's why I was beating on that drum, Jeff, because I think as you begin to to question that that idea that that fantasy is pleasurable any more than mm. again taking drugs is pleasurable. Okay, that's why people do it. The problem is that it becomes an addiction, and when it becomes an addiction then it becomes something that you have to do, not something that you want to do, and it becomes a big part of the problem rather than part of the solution, right? And so starting to realize that, so why, why is your life working better than ever? Well, I'm going to project it's because you're paying closer attention and you're spending more time in awareness than ever before. <laughs> yeah, that's totally. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. So we oh, yeah, can conclude I, I just, totally that that's that. actually the source of pleasure. Mm. And that mm. fantasy keeps you from that source of pleasure, keeps you from mm. expanded awareness. And, mm. and so instead of being something that's pleasurable, it's actually keeping you from expanding the pleasure. So you fantasized all your life, and it didn't make you happy. Right? It may have been pleasurable, but it didn't make you happy. When you're practicing awareness and you're more aware, it actually makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And so that's the, that's the one that I'm hoping you'll begin to question. Uh, so, that, so that that story of comfort or pleasure or that sort of thing, you begin to realize, whoa, 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 wait a minute. That's like I'm arguing uh, for using cocaine because it's pleasurable. Uh, and I enjoy it, and uh, that sort of thing. But it's not really contributing to the life I want to have. It's yeah, that's so interesting. I've seen a couple things in what you talked about. One one thing that I've I've seen seen in in listening to you is it it got a real clear sense that uh, what ego is afraid of is not being an ego here. That there's no. There's no, uh, there's no me in what you're talking about, right? And that's so, exactly right. in letting, and that's why you're happy, it, Jeff. That's when you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Are we at time? I think we probably. I can't. We I don't are. have a clock here. Doggone yeah, it! That's we are. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, well. To be continued. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Jeff. I uh, okay. really appreciate it. Good night. All right. Take care. Good night. Thanks for joining us, Jeff. That was another fabulous conversation, Sherry. <laughs> it was just fantastic tonight. We get to have them, huh? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Lovely. Lovely. All right. Well, thank you so much, Michael. I so appreciate it. It's great to be here. Thank you, Sherry. Go happy. All right. Go happy. Good night. Good night. <laughs>